Welcome, everybody. I'm Lisa Daly, and this is a special edition to Authors on the Air. Today, we are going to be celebrating Women's History Month, her story, with these amazing women who are on the stage with me today. Uh, and I'd like to uh, introduce everybody. I am going to start here with Dharma Kelleher. Uh, Dharma, will you tell us a little about? Uh, tell us all a little about you. Sure. Um, I write crime thrillers uh, where queer women, primarily uh, transgender women, uh, kick butt. And um, I've written about, uh, I'm working on my 13th novel currently. So, Wow. All right. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. That's amazing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here today. Laura Drake, we are super excited that you are here with us today. Tell us a little bit about you. I just finished and turned in my 15th book. I write Western romance and recently have ventured into women's fiction, which I'm absolutely loving. Uh, my book, The Sweet Spot, won a Rita for Best Burps book in uh, 2014. And my other women's fiction, Amazing Gracie, is due out in a month. Yeah, wow. So well, excited. Yay! Congratulations. We are super excited for that. Thank you so much for being here today, Laura. Uh, Jerry Westerson is here. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I, um, I like to disappear from the present and go to the past. So I write uh, historical mysteries. Uh, I wrote uh, the Crispin Guest Medieval Noir series, which is finished in 15 books. And uh, currently I write two series this, this year. Um, my Tudor mystery series, uh, the King's Fool mysteries with Will Summers as the reluctant sleuth. He's the real court jester to Henry VIII. And I ventured into Victorian era with a Sherlockian pastiche uh, called an irregular detective mystery. And um, that's coming out in June. Wow. And I am currently writing the second in that series. Uh, which would be my 46th book, I believe. Wait, I feel on. like yeah. a slacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? You're wow. one of the women who's inspiring us today. Holy oh, okay. smokes, <laughs> right? I can go then, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is totally amazing. Congratulations. That's yes. great. Uh, Tracy Bloom is here with us, and I'm super excited about that. Tell us a little bit about you, honey. Hi, so um, I am in Columbus, Ohio. I'm a primarily children's author. I've written um, 36 books, most of which are picture books. Um, I also coach others on how to create their own picture books and um, run a podcast called Books, Kids, and Creations, where I get to interview lots of cool people who inspire future generations with their work. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. And Thank Colleen you. Thompson is here. Tell us a little bit about you. Hi. I started out actually writing historical romance as Gwyneth Atley. I wrote seven books like that. But then once I started killing people, I couldn't stop. I changed <laughs> and um, went into the world of romantic suspense and romantic thrillers. And uh, my 35th book just came out recently wow. uh, and I, I've written for quite a number of different publishers in, in, um, in the romance genre and suspense genre. 
Wow, that is completely amazing. I, well, thank you all so much for being here today. Uh, I am Lisa Daly. If you guys don't already know me, I'm uh, the author of a number of romantic comedies and um, and some nonfiction writing advice books and dating advice. That's actually how I started my writing career as a dating expert, which is kind of a weird story. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm super thrilled to be with all of you today and talking about the women who inspired us. And, um, and I think that most writers have someone that we feel sort of, you know, right, like gave us that extra push when we needed it or, or made us, you know, we read a book and it made us want to be writers. So um, let's just talk sort of in general before we really get down to kind of the nitty gritty of writing and inspiration. Just overall, who are the women who have inspired you the most and why so you guys all think about that for a second and i'm going to call on somebody who's got an answer i don't want to call on you if you're not ready yet all right laura's got something so laura who what woman inspired my you? mother she was a stiff upper lip english woman who raised three of us brats which now I look back and don't know how she did it. She did not swear, which was amazing. And I had an alcoholic father. So when he lost jobs, she went to work, never complained. She just did what needed to be done. And I learned my work ethic from her and the fact that I can do anything. I just have to have the energy to do it. And luckily I was blessed with that. So yeah, I owe most things to my mother. That's great. That's, that's right. I, I think that that uh, is so, I think so many of us are really inspired by, or because of, I guess our mothers, it kind of depends on the relationship, but yeah, I, I am right there with you. Uh, who else uh, would like to share uh, about an, uh, oh, the person who inspired you the most, the woman who inspired you the most? Jerry, I'm calling on you. <laughs> yeah, it was All just right. Say, well, it, it, it was actually my mother-in-law. Um, and uh, because she she was a mighty lady. She she started off being shy. She This is what she told us. She was a shy person. But um, but she, I think if you're a very tall person, you can't be shy very long. <laughs> I think that you have to step up and you're going to have to say something because people are always going to mention it. But, um, mm -hmm. and I am a very short person. <laughs> so, so I literally looked up to her, but um, besides that, she was just a really remarkable person. She, um, they ad adopted a child and they um, uh, did some fostering and uh, in their family. And she sort of held, she was the one that brought the entire family together for events and um uh and she taught me what it was to be <laughs> a person <laughs> mm -hmm. and a, a, a better person and uh, and a better companion i think to my husband and uh just generally and she loved to read she they uh, when they built their home up in the mountains uh, she was sure to have a library built she mm -hmm. wanted books around <laughs> her so she was a reader uh, unfortunately, she didn't live long enough to see me publish because she would have loved that. She would have loved the whole 
milieu of going to conventions and conferences and and book launches and all of that. And um, so uh, she was she's very inspirational, and she was also uh, all kinds of things that she did. And um, I, I'm pretty sure she didn't realize how much she had done. Mm -hmm. um, but um, so yeah, this is it, this is for Maureen all of it, and uh, I appreciated uh, all all the stuff that she did and, and encouragement. So I love I love 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 that story. Uh, who else has a a person they want to talk about? Another a story of a woman who inspired you that you'd like to share? Okay, right, who's got their phone? We got to get that turned off. <laughs> All right. Somebody <laughs> wants to talk to you. I know. Maybe right? you've already won. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So what of the, I'm sorry, I missed what you just said. What did you say? Oh, Colleen? Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to point out school librarians because I would say the school oh. librarian was the person that kept feeding my love for books and um, always putting new ones in my hands, always feeding that, always you know, making sure that she would be that pipeline mm -hmm. to get me more and more books. And I, constantly putting new ones in my hands, constantly, and I soon outgrew the um, school library mm -hmm. and um, you know, led me to the city library. In, in my very small town, led me to the county library, but it was a succession of librarians. And um, when I was a teenager, I ended up getting a babysitting job for a pair of librarians. <gasps> no. They would bring me home just loads of books. And so I had this pipeline of librarians throughout my young life, which was lovely. My, my family members weren't really readers. But mm -hmm. I just had a succession of, of librarians that really helped me out and, and got me going and, and got me started and gave me the, nurtured this dream that I had that maybe, maybe I could even write my own books. Uh, I, I don't think I ever would have dared to dream such a dream without those folks. So librarians are my favorite people. Who, who would have thought that they'd be all under fire nowadays? Oh, I know, right? It's, it's just so disheartening to see. It is. is. It's heartbreaking because who who are those, you know, who are, where are we going to find those people that nurture that next generation of readers who are maybe not getting that at and, home? I know. I can may remember when the Patriot Act started, one of the things that, that was required of librarians Mm -hmm. was to to let people know who was checking out what. And so they decided that as soon as you returned the book, it was wiped. Uh, I just uh, and I just read today that there was a movement afoot in Texas, of course, to um, to make it possible to charge librarians with yeah. criminal life. That's insane. Uh, it is. It's it's crazy. It, it is insane. Perfect. You did, Colleen. You did um, your like your talk about the librarians who inspired you, though. Really did a great job of sort of leading us into the next question, which is, 
who are some of the women who helped you to get where you are? And, and I think librarians for a lot of us are, you know, are going to be that, that answer. Uh, Dharma, who helped you, who was the woman who helped you get where you are? <laughs> so many, so many, uh, um, you know, since we're, we're kind of, uh, talking about the issue anyway because a lot of this legislation uh targeted towards uh librarians is really targeted towards the lgbt community mm -hmm. and trans uh women in particular sure. and uh one woman that truly inspired me uh was uh an, a model and an actress whose name is uh um caroline cossie um and uh she uh, came out uh, as openly trans in the um, uh, late 80s, early 90s. She did a spread in a men's magazine. I'm not sure which one. And it was something that I'd been struggling with my whole life, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was like a little 20-something. Uh, and uh, when I finally saw... That was the only time I'd ever bought in a, a men's magazine because <laughs> not, not really my thing. You know, There's the first time for one. everything, right? Yeah, I, like, I literally did read it for the article. <laughs> but uh, but it is it said, okay, this is possible. And that truly set my life in motion. And um, another woman I want to say that really uh, shapes my... Um, uh, author career was uh, Catherine V. Forrest, mm -hmm. who uh, wrote uh, the Kate Delafield mysteries. She just came out with, or is coming out with one, Delafield. And um, uh, she, I read her books. This was um, a few years after I came out. And uh, she was one of the few openly lesbian authors uh, writing actual mysteries from a queer women's point of view, Amateur City and Murder at the Nightwood Bar were the first okay. books I read. And I said, I realized that I would really love to do this for trans women. And eventually, shortly before my uh, 50th birthday, I did, so. Oh, oh my gosh, that is, an that is like amazing. And that's, and that's the thing is, she probably had no idea when she did I that know. spread, right? That this right. would impact you and what a ripple effect it had oh, on yeah. your life. Did you ever have the opportunity? I always think it's interesting when you have the opportunity to meet someone. Did I ever... did have a chance to meet her. Um, I was a part of a support group in uh, Atlanta at the time. And uh, we invited her and she actually did come because she lives in England, or at least she did. And she came with her husband and I got a chance to meet her. And she's just this, she's, you think being a model, she'd be very outgoing and ex, mm -hmm. ex, extrovert. No, she's very quiet, very soft-spoken and everything. Very sweet person. And I did get a chance to thank her because she really did make, have a wonderful impact on my life. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love, love, love that story. Uh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. Laura, how about you? Is there a woman who helped you to get where you are this way? Uh, many. I, you know, I believe it takes a village for us to get enough guts to do this kind of thing. But one in particular, when I joined uh, Romance Writers of America's chapter in Southern California, and uh, an older author, she was a Harlequin author for years and years, wrote mysteries, Char Love, she wrote as Charlotte Carter. 
and she belonged to our group and had been a member forever. And she really made a point of fostering aspiring authors. And at that time, I didn't even have guts to call myself aspiring, you know, <laughs> and she would answer questions endlessly. And uh, she was also at the age of like 72, she'd written over 100 books. She was a stand up comedian. She was hysterically funny, had this really droll delivery. And honestly, she made me believe that I could do it. Almost. She almost made me believe. <laughs> yeah, she was amazing. She's passed on probably eight years, 10 years ago, but she's still in my heart. I love that. That That's is wonderful. an awesome story. That is so mm -hmm. awesome. I always wonder, like if we don't, because a lot of times you don't realize what an impact that person has until years later. And so I always want to know, like, did you get to tell them? Did you get to tell? So let's, we'll just make that a standard follow-up. So did you get to tell her at some point during your your time together how much she meant to you? She and how, passed how she before I published the mm -hmm. first one. But I know she was watching. She knows, right? She knows. Uh, that's an incredible story. Jerry, how about you? I think we, we did me. Yeah, we got it. Tracy needs Tracy, Tracy. yeah. Well, we, we, we do need Tracy. I was just meant, like, do we have an answer? I was trying to go around and get back on the thing there. But, I, but think about the question, uh, specifically a woman who, um, you know, who, who impacted where you are today. But yes, I definitely want to hear from Tracy. So, We'll go to her and then we can circle back if you'd like. Oh, but I, see, I talked about my mother-in-law. That was the yeah. person. Yeah. True. All right. Okay, we'll do it. Okay, so Tracy, <laughs> what is your, what, as far as women who helped you get where you are, not just women inspired, but women who impacted your career, how would you, who, who would you say would be the person who had the most impact? Well, oddly enough, um, it's kind of a, sad story but my mom passed away actually 12 years ago yesterday oh i'm sorry and because of her passing i was like i really need to journal i need to write i need to get these like kind of navigate grief mm -hmm. in a way sure and since my family wasn't raised much with religion i was like i'm gonna go and maybe try a couple different denominations and see if I can connect to wherever she went. Mm -hmm. And so because of her passing, I started writing and writing and writing. And essentially I went to a different church every weekend for a whole year. Wow. And I wrote a memoir. Wow. <laughs> and so that was my That's first cool. book. And so I published, um, I think in 2014, but it was essentially my first memoir, first novel. And I, I feel like, like she was like the, the catalyst to that. that yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for that. How about you, Colleen? You had sort of started this off with librarians. Do you have a specific person in mind as far as what? Were, uh, like, like Lara, I can't, uh, when I really got serious about getting published, mm -hmm. I joined the Romance Writers of America. I had been fiddling around with a number of writing groups and entering contests and um, things like that to get feedback on my writing, which was mm -hmm. tremendously helpful to me. And I started doing well with that. But when I went to writing conferences, I noticed that the 
writers who really seemed to know what they were doing were the romance writers. A lot of romance publishing or romantic uh, fiction gets published. I mean, it's just a huge part of the commercial fiction market. And there were so many really savvy, knowledgeable, and very helpful um, women writers in romance. And they all seemed so professional. And I started listening to them and um, they, and I had never really read romance, but I started getting ideas based on what they were, were talking about. So I began really reading romance and, and getting into it thinking, wow, this is so much more than I ever thought it was. And good, good <laughs> Many writing. people have that reaction. <laughs> and I, I had no idea it was so, it could be so great. So I was really impressed with it. And a lot of the, the stories that I wanted to tell, I realized could actually fit into that. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there were so many really great um, folks that I respected out of that. Susan Wiggs, Barbara Dawson Smith. And um, I got to know Sharon Sala, who has mentored so many people in the industry. Mm -hmm. And she was a great help to me when I was first learning. And I remember that when I first got to the point where I started to not only place in contests, but to win contests and get offers of representation and everything, she really gave me a lot of wonderful advice. And she wow, certainly wasn't the, the only one um, that, that did. But, and, um, you know, mystery authors like J.A. Jantz and things that I met at these conferences, they were so friendly, so helpful, so nurturing. Many, many uh, female authors, um, I was so surprised to find, didn't necessarily see a young author, younger authors as competition, but mm -hmm. they remembered themselves as they had been coming up. And they tried to picture what they what had been like for them, and they were just so helpful and so wonderful. And I had the lovely experience of making my first sale while I was at the Houston Writers Conference, Aww. and was basically cool. by 350 people who knew what it meant. And uh, when I got the call, and Aww. it just the most wonderful affirming experience. Um, you know, even when I had someone who later became one of my best friends come up to me and said, I'm so happy for you, but I hate you right now too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we became great friends after that. But uh, um, really the romance community and the authors that I met through there, some of whom were male also, but um, mostly a, a whole lot of women and experienced mm -hmm. authors. I've met very few people who treated me or, or have treated other authors as rivals, but mostly people who have helped other people up along the way. Yeah. And I learned from that experience what kind of author I want to be. I always want to be one of the helpers and not one of the few I've met. And there, there have been a few sure. that, you know, want to keep other people down or treat other people as, as rivals. So it, it's been a, a great experience. And I, I really love meeting authors who are collegial and, and give other folks a hand up and share knowledge because you aren't going to get that from people in the industry. They, they're very right. 
hush hush right. about money <laughs> like that and you know what goes into a good agent what you should look for from an agent or what questions you should ask editors and things like that but other right. authors will tell each other and help mm -hmm. They will. They definitely will. So when I first started writing books, I did not know another single author. Didn't had never didn't know mm -hmm. an author, and now all my best friends are authors. Yeah. And so and so I just want to go around the circle really fast and talk about like, are is is at least one of your best friends an author? So we'll just do a quick fire. Tracy, start with you. Yes, actually, one of my very best friends is an author, and we both it's like we're lockstep on our journey. And so when one of us finds out something about like some helpful workshop or tip or something, we're like, hey, guess what? I just emailed you something. And it's it's so, it's like a godsend having someone like that in your life that can help lift you up and grow with you. That That's exactly what it's all about. That's awesome. Uh, that And it brings me to the next question, but we're going to go around really fast, quick, really fast, quick fire. Jerry, bestie author friend or no? Uh, not bestie, but a lot, a lot of friends. And uh, and uh, they're, they're always the ones calling you to say, hey, uh, we need someone on a panel. You want to be on that? Yes. Right. yes. And I get to do that too to, for them. So yes, the, the community that uh, Colleen talked about, Sisters in Crime, was mine. So mm -hmm. that's excellent. Yeah, I wanna I wanna echo that because um, uh, when I when I started writing, I I didn't have a clue, and someone told me about Sisters in Crime, and I joined, and that was an organization started by Sarah Paretsky, who mm -hmm. I have since met and and thanked what an influence she's made on on, on my life, but uh, it was. Uh, uh, at the time that I joined, uh, Bella Maldonado was the president of the local chapter here in Phoenix. And uh, she was a former police captain or something like that. I forget the exact title. But yeah, she was she was also a big influence for me. Oh, love that. Love that. So uh, so going back. Oh, Colleen, quick, uh, quick. Best. Do you have an author bestie or no? A bunch of them. A bunch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I love that. I was just sitting here trying to think of what friends I have that aren't authors. Yeah, I can, I can think of two. Right. Uh, all of the others are authors. It's funny how that shifts over time. The longer you've been in it, the more of your friends are authors. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, because your other friends don't want to hear about it. <laughs> like, oh, you got another book out. Here she goes again. These people in your head are real. They don't get it that they talk to you. They look at you a little strange. Right. I, I totally get that. Uh, yeah. So um, so now we talked a little, Tracy had actually started us off on this, but I want to uh, go back and ask her and then the rest of you, we're going to go around the circle that way this time. Uh, what is the best piece of writing advice uh, you've ever gotten from one of these inspiring women? Um. Well, I would say somebody told me one time to like for creative writing, just to sit down and free write. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, okay, I guess. And they were like, just do it every single day. Just try, even if it's for five minutes, just sit down and just do some free writing or work on something for five minutes a day and see what happens. And don't push yourself to keep going if it doesn't feel like, right. like it's supposed to keep going. So I always give myself that space to say look if it's don't force it you know write for a little bit and then when you're done writing 
move on to something else. All right. That was good advice. How about you, Jerry? Best piece of advice? That what you write, uh, uh, it doesn't have to be good <laughs> at first <laughs> because you're going to come back later and rewrite when you edit. So just get it down, mm -hmm. down on the page first and then move along. Excellent. Excellent. Laura, how about you? Best piece of writing writing slash mine was Char, uh, mine was Char Lobb again Char, Charlotte Carter she told she was retired of course and I so envied that I said when I retire can you imagine I'll have you know 8, 10, 12 hours a day to write to at honey <laughs> there's no way and I just knew she was wrong. I'd be able, I'd be able to kick out like six books a year, right? Mm -hmm. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Love that. Uh, Dharma, how about you? Um, the best writing advice came to me not from an author, but from one of my mentors, a woman by the name of Kate Grosso, who ran kind of an informal women's uh, support group uh, that I was a member of for many years. And uh, she said, she was always telling me, trust the process. I'm like, what, what is this process you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what, what process? I just, my life is in chaos. And, uh, but um, I've, I see as, you know, I've been writing for many years now and I think to, to learn to trust my writing process that mm -hmm. the, my rough drafts, it's okay for them to be rough. They don't, mm -hmm. they're not shit. They're just rough. They're exactly what they're supposed to be. Right. And, and if my process changes, you know, from one book to another, that's okay too. You know, if I, if I outline something and I get halfway through it and realize the rest of this outline just doesn't work, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can just trust the process and change it up as I need to. Excellent. Well, and really right. That advice is mostly about trusting yourself. Exactly. Ab yeah. Absolutely. Love that. Uh, Colleen, how about you? Best piece of advice? A good friend of mine, um, a ghostwriter named Johnny Rogers, uh, said, you're you're an orchard, not a factory. Don't run yourself ah, into the ground. I like that. It's time to f take time to fill the well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like give yourself some breathing space. I Definitely. love that. I love I that. I do too. I tell myself that quite often. Take some, you're, take the you're, an, you're an orchard, not a factory. You're an orchard. I would do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, and, and sometimes you will need to take a breath. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that lesson last, last year. My mom passed away last year. And I really mm -hmm. did have to take that to heart. And mm -hmm. there were times that I just, you know, had to take time off take time to, to listen to myself and, you know, get through it. And, right. you know, where I couldn't just plow through things. There, mm -hmm. there are just times in life you can't. And, True. you know, the writing comes, the writing's there for you when it's there for mm -hmm. you. But there are yep. times you have to take care of yourself. And, yeah. uh, you know, because you're in it for the long haul. You're not in mm -hmm. it to write as many books as you can, as fast as you can. And if the quality is not going to be there, you've got to take care of your yourself as an organism. Mm -hmm. or, or you're not going to last. You'll burn yeah. out. True. Yep. So, That's great. That's great I, advice. I had to do that last year too. So, yeah. 
I think a lot of people in the last couple of years have really needed a lot of, I mean, yeah. humans in general, but also a lot of writers have really needed. You do have to take care of your health. And yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that with the advent of, of self-publishing mm -hmm. and the competitiveness of folks looking at, I need to put out a book every six weeks or every two months or whatever. I've, I'll never be that kind of writer. I'm not a writer. And if I can do put two books a year, that's pretty good for me. And, um, you know, sometimes in a really banner year, maybe I'll have three, but some years it might be a one book year. I mean, last mm -hmm. year was that kind of year. Mm -hmm. um, and that's okay. Um, there are just seasons of your life that you need to lie fallow. And um, that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Speaking of women who inspire us, we've all talked a lot about women that we know or who've been sort of in our personal orbit who inspired us. But let's talk about those women who inspire us from afar, whether they're alive or dead. Who, what, what woman that you don't know has um, has been an inspiration to you? Who wants to go mm. first? <laughs> I bet Jerry has a bunch really? because she does all the <laughs> historical things. They're all research. dead. They don't have to be dead. Just someone well, you don't well, know. They are, but they can't. You know, historically speaking, that's that's the ones I know well. So I would have to say Eleanor of Aquitaine, and you might be familiar with her and from The Lion in Winter, if you've ever yeah. seen that play or that mm -hmm. movie. She was married to Henry II of England. This is in the late 1100s and um, well, mid 1100s. And she was a, a very singular individual for her time, for any time, I think. She was married first to the King of France and decided that she didn't want any more of that and got a divorce from him and married the King of England. And um, she is uh, the mother of... Um, Richard the first of Lionheart of the Lionheart, and uh, unfortunately, John King John mm -hmm. <laughs> of the Robin Hood fame. <clears throat> so um, she she um, uh, helped kind of help lead an army at one time, and mm -hmm. uh, that's a long story. So I won't go into that stuff. But she influenced the whole notion of courtly love. Mm -hmm. um, her daughter created so had created. Uh, from poets of the time, the Lancelot character mm, in the whole mm. Camelot story. Wow! So um, she's she's a gal who uh, you don't want to cross, <laughs> and you would like <laughs> to sit down and have a little mead with. That's very nice. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. We're gonna. I have one thing that I want to do before we go. So I'm gonna. I only have time for one more. Uh, as far as the um, a person you don't know who inspired you. So who's got it? Who's got a person who they'd like to talk about for that? Anybody? I wanted to share. I speaking of libraries from before. Um, I'm doing some research for a chapter book, and I just went and picked up this book called Midnight in Cairo. The Love Divas it. of Egypt's Roaring Twenties. <sighs> and I, I just started it, but there's all these women in here that I'm like, I've never heard of them, but they influenced theater and they influenced all, you know, the Egypt mania in the 20s. And so I'm really excited <laughs> to read it and 
put some of these women in my in my chapter book. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That's so amazing. What like what a full circle kind of thing. That is super cool. All right, I'm going to put you guys all on the spot here because anytime you have authors talking about what they do and how they write, you have somebody in the crowd who wants to be an author. And so this is your opportunity to be the one woman who changed somebody's life trajectory. What is your best piece of advice for uh, either in general for life or, um, or for a new writer starting out? So I am going to start with Dharma on this one. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm going to cheat and go back to uh, trust your process because it just, it just really, you know, you know, we, we have a tendency to get so in our head Mm -hmm. over it's like, okay, this isn't perfect. I I can't trust your process. It'll, you'll figure it out. Creativity is always messy. So trust your process. Trust your process. Awesome. Laura, how about you? I'd like to piggyback on what Dharma said, because when you begin, you don't know what your process is. Mm-hmm. I have a theory that your brain already knows how you write, but it's not talking. Mm-hmm. So try everything. Yes. Try the most Absolutely. crazy things you've heard of. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. I I am anally organized. I my library, my books of my library are by author and by title. I mean, I'm just, that's, I knew I was going to outline. Well, that part of my creative part of the brain gave the other side the finger. I mean, it was not <laughs> happening. And so, I, you know, I, and I'm still not comfortable with that. I want to control that because if you can't control it, you don't know where it's going to go. So just try everything. Try everything. All mm-hmm. right. That's excellent advice. We have time for one more. Who's got it? Treat Sherry. it like a job. Oh, there you go. Nope, Colleen, that was perfect. Treat it like a job. Very nice. How about you, Jerry? One last chance. Do you have anything? Writing is rewriting. Yeah. <sighs> excellent. Well, you guys, this has been so inspiring today. You have all, I'm just like so grateful to you for sharing well, thank you. all of these amazing, really amazing stories. Really enjoyed it. Stories. I did too. Thanks yes. for having us. Ditto. Well, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for participating in this. I think um, that you, all of you are so amazing and you are all inspiring your readers and other writers every day. So just go out there. One last point. Yes. Don't give up. All you new writers out there, don't give up. Yes. Oh, there you go. Is that perfect? For the win. That's it. Keep it on my desk. It's a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> Thank you all so much for being here. We'll see you next time. See you all on the writer's road. 